0: And good morning. How are you on this fine Saturday? Eh, in case you haven't heard this voice before, my name is Michael Mullis, president of a company called Mortgage Teacher, and wow, 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 we have a busy show today because well, we've been busy week after week. As you know with the the markets dropping, that brings the interest rates down, so we'll talk about that. And of course, here in the city of London, wow, 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 you know, we we don't need a hypermarket. We don't need the insane real estate market, but that's what we have going on right now. So really today's show, if you uh, have a mortgage, if you want to invest in mortgages, if you know someone that uh, could use a mortgage, this is the show you're going to want to tune into. So whether it's, uh, you know, whether you're going to do some renovations, maybe you're looking on getting an income property because the market isn't doing very well. So of course the real estate market starts to pick up and there's been a lot of calls for income properties lately. So we'll get a little bit about that too. So in case you haven't heard of us, the company Mortgage Teacher, uh, that's exactly what we do. We teach you about mortgages, or even better, like we say on this show, we teach you interesting ways to save you interest. And sometimes it's not just the lowest rate, sometimes it's the fees attached. Um, had someone, I did their mortgage last year, and uh, you know, I remember we always narrow down your choices to kind of a top five. So whether it be a credit union, a major bank, a trust company, you know they're all going to be part of that top five. Um, so, so this particular uh, couple, they, you know, a scale of zero to ten. Are you going to sell your house? No, no, no. You know, we're this is our our dream home. We're buying for you know four fifty. We're staying here. So they had a choice between an interest rate decision that was a little bit lower at like a local credit union, or of course a bank. Um, and what happened was they end up taking the lower rate credit union. That's fine. I don't mind that. So I set them up for that. But I said, you know, down the road if you ever move, no, we won't be moving. Well, lo and behold, they're moving uh, to Kitchener. They have a good business opportunity and uh, they're excited to, to kind of merge companies. So they're going to move to Kitchener. So they called and the rate difference last year when they made their decision was only $12, $12 from one rate to the other. So of course, hey, I know we want the lowest rate, but sometimes you got to do your numbers to make sure it's worth it. So now he, he made the decision for $12 cheaper, which I get it. Can't say he didn't. But the bad part is, now that he's breaking the mortgage, he wants to port the mortgage. He doesn't want to pay a penalty. That makes sense. The rates have come down. He doesn't want to pay the penalty on the mortgage because it's a big one. So they're moving to Kitchener. It turns out the credit union can't do that mortgage in Kitchener. So he is forced to pay the penalty, which three weeks ago was $8,000, and now it has increased to $10,000. Oh, my gosh. So although he had $12 in savings... Uh, because he went for the lowest rate, he didn't pick the very best product to cover his back. And now he's in only (laughs) nine months later, uh, this couple is losing $12,000 to go and move. So these are the types of decisions, you know, do you want to lose $12 a month or 12,000. So that's what mortgage teacher here is all about. It's more, it's not just, you know, helping you in this five minute little conversation or even in this 20 minute program. Uh, It's not helping you in your five year term. It's overall financial planning. That's what it's like. Who's, you know, we always joke around here. Everyone in the city is here to give you a mortgage. Tons of mortgage advisors at banks and credit unions and trust companies, lots of other brokers. Everyone's here to get you a mortgage. But at Mortgage Teacher, we're here to help you get rid of this thing. And that's what we're trying to do on this show. So I have one example of that, actually. A lot of people ask, like, what are some of the examples you see coming in the office? And this is is one that came in that, you know, um, they're up, for, they're up for renewal, but this is the time that if you don't have a mortgage penalty, hmm, maybe it's time to discuss what your next five years are. And that's where mortgage teacher really shines. Um, feel free, Google, please right now, Google mortgage teacher, read the reviews yourself on the right and read what other people are saying here in the city of London. We're out here to make a difference folks. So this difference right here, um, this was a client that came in and said, you want to know what Mike, like I owe my parents, uh, $47,000. It, it sometimes puts a heart on our relationship. They kind of hang it over my head. I feel like I can't go on a vacation or if I want to buy something, you know, I feel bad when I owe my parents money. So parents help put this, uh, girl in school. So everything's fine. And of course, there's a little bit outside of debt. So have a listen to this scenario. Okay. Lives in a house and is currently paying about 320 biweekly on the house. Okay. Only owes $126,000. Okay. So, you know, working hard to pay the mortgage off. This is great. Um, now owes parents $47,000 from past, so that's okay. And that's probably a very, very nice family interest rate. <laughs> but there is a payment being made of about 350 a month towards that. Of course, there's another debt of about $2,500 a credit card, you know, but she's used to paying about 150 a month towards that credit card. And then another card for about $1,000. So when you look at this, there isn't a whole lot of bad debt. This isn't a bad spender. This is just someone that says, hmm, you know, here's what I am paying out. Is there a better way? And here's something that we recognize in at mortgage teach when it comes to mortgages, our past, our history, hu- human behavior when it comes to to debt. And here's what I mean, cuz I know who my listeners are. A lot of you listening out there may have a very small mortgage, some good equity in the home, but listen to this. A lot of us out listening out there are also investing. Now, if you invested $100,000, okay, let's say we invest it with somebody, and at the end of 12 months, the end of a year, you get a statement, and it says you know, you get the statement in the mail, oh my gosh, I'm excited, I open up this statement. What do we look at? You gave someone 100000 it's a year later, you're getting it back. How much do you get? Is it 108000 Is it 110000 That's our excitement. We look at the success. How much did I make on my $100,000? Can you all agree? I know there's a lot of people around shaking their head yes, and I would be the same. Now, let's get this. Just recently, we all received our mortgage statements. We borrowed money for a year, and now we get a year-end statement. How many of you opened up the statement and was really excited to see how much you paid off? That's a mind-blowing question to me because I can ask that to 100 people and I'd probably get one. Nobody pays attention. Are you paying $7,200 off on your mortgage? Is it $10,180 off your mortgage? What are you paying off the mortgage? But if we take that same 100 people, and ask them what interest rate they have on their mortgage. I bet damn well everyone knows the rate. Can I say that on the radio? I can say damn. That's okay. So that's, that's where I say, why do we think like that? Who taught us over the last 50 or 100 years in banking to just focus on interest rate? How, If that's the case, then why on your investment didn't you quickly look at your return on investment? Because you just care about the success. And that's what we have to focus here. So with that same train of thought, okay? What is a habit? A habit is something that we do without even noticing it. Okay? Now, I'll give you an example of how, what, how we think in Morris teacher. For example, my, my accountant teaches me this. What is your number one expense in life? I always ask this across the desk and people are like, ah, my daycare, it's so much money. And oh, my mortgage, gosh, you know, oh, the vehicle loaner. You know, you get the odd joke. Oh, my, my husband, my wife, <laughs> I get it. So what is your most expensive thing in life? it fools us. It's taxes. They take the money before we even get it. Oh, that's right. Taxes. Heck yeah, that's the most. Okay. But with that habit, the money's gone before you see it. This is kind of how we work at Mortgage Teacher. How can you put money away for yourself to get yourself, use the same kind of idea of a habit instead of making habit a bad habit, like, uh, you know, just paying the minimum payment on your debt. Or, you know, paying the lowest end mortgage on a 30-year amortization. Those are bad habits that the banks want us to do. How can we reverse that scenario and flip them into a good habit? And a habit means, you know, hey, if you're doing a good habit, that means you're doing something really good for yourself and not even noticing. Now, that's the true system for success. And that's the type of systems we build here at Mortgage Teacher. Now, looking at the time, this is flying by. I do have this scenario here that I want to go through. This is someone that walked into the office and you know what? Like I'm doing pretty good, but is there a better way? And I'm going to go over the success that, yeah, paying the same amount of money. So the only way to compare, and this is what we do at Mortgage Teacher, here's my numbers now, plan A, here's what I'm already doing. You already signed on the dotted line. Mortgage Teacher, can you make it even better that it's just more money in my pocket at no cost? And that's the scenario we're going to give. So right after this break, we'll be right back again. I'm Michael Mullis from Mortgage Teacher and hey. Give us a Google, mortgageteacher.com. Talk to you soon. Welcome back to the show. And yes, here we go again. My name is Michael Mullis, president of Mortgage Teacher. And if you're just tuning in now, we were just kind of explaining some, some scenarios that walk into the office. And of course, I want to get into today's show about how active this market is. But just before the program, so if you're still listening, I was talking about an example of you know someone that is up for renewal, uh, it's kind of our habits and behaviors around debt. Uh, before the break, I mentioned, isn't it odd that, you know, how we compare borrowing money compared to investing money, that we need to focus on our success. So this person came in to the office and, you know, has a house worth about 350000 and only owes 126000 right? Great, you know, around 40 years old, perfect setup. Has a debt outside um, to her parents for about 47000 to to family anyway it is, that wants to pay that out. And then other debt, nah, just about you know three or four thousand dollars in credit cards, nothing. This this is not a bad scenario. There's no big overweighing debt. Other than you know that debt of forty some odd thousand, if it's hanging over a family member, that you know that can make it tough. Okay, so we sat down and we said, you know, in the next year or two, do you see yourself spending any money? I said, well, funny enough, I need a car, Michael. Well, okay, but if you go and get a car, you're going to have to get a car loan, and you're going to have to car payment. Therefore. Whatever you're paying now on your debt, you're going to have to add another $400 a month. Hmm. Okay. Well, that's not, that's not, you know, I can't really fit that in my budget. So here's what we did. We started adding up how much she pays per month. So for example, 320 biweekly on a mortgage, 350 a month towards mom and dad going after that 47,000, you know, a hundred towards this credit card, a hundred towards that credit card. If you add it up, it's 1,286 per month. That's not bad. That's quite small actually. Okay, so a dollars and she, in total debt, even if you gave her $15,000 cash to buy the car. Now, whoa, every advisor out there would say, why would you put a car into a mortgage? Well, I get it, because if you stretch it out for 30 years, it takes you forever to pay the car off. But what if you cut that down to 10 years? <laughs> it's debt. What if you pay more towards it? For example, if you're about to put $400 towards a car, what if you borrow that same amount of money in a, in a mortgage formula but continued to pay over the next five years, $400 towards that debt. I bet you'd pay a lot quicker off because that's the way the formula works. So this person, first scenario, um, is paying one thousand two hundred eighty-six dollars towards about $195,000. The results out of that is very much interest only in the payments. The only thing coming down is the current mortgage, which is about $5,200 a year. So like I said earlier in the program, focus on your success. I said, so let me get this straight. If you walk out of this mortgage teacher door and you don't need our help, you're going to continue to pay $1,286 towards $193,000. is what it is. And out of those results, you're paying about 5200 off in principal. That is Apple A. What I mean by that is you have to have comparables to see if there's a better plan. So let's use the payment as the common denominator. Grade 5 math, folks. Can't compare two numbers unless you have a common denominator so I don't know how people are rate shopping out there, but they figure it out. So, in this scenario, she's okay in paying twelve. Keep paying twelve eighty. I said, you know, can you afford what you're paying? She goes, yeah, I can. I could maybe even afford more. So let's use that as the habit. Like I said earlier in the program, find a habit, make it a good one. Well, her, she's used to paying twelve eighty-six a month. Keep it up. Now, with that being said, she likes the biweekly frequency, so she gets paid every other Friday. So she's okay to pay six forty. That's half of twelve okay so now she's going to pay 640 biweekly towards 193,000 the exact same as she is now but in this scenario she's actually going to pay off 11,900 in principal that's right so let me get this straight i come into the office i pay the same as i am now towards the same amount of money in fact you got me 15,000 cash so i can go buy a car cash and the results are coming down even quicker that's right folks this is the type of planning we have ahead that we can plan ahead. She can even go and buy the car cash. Her cash flow is the exact same, but her debt, her success is coming down twice as quick. I always tell people when they're in the office here at Mortgage Teacher, we're over at Oxford and Talbot Street there, uh, beside the famous bridge, it heads up. So over there at that office, we tell people this all the time. You know, when you walk out of the parking lot at Mortgage Teacher you no, know, I got a mortgage at mortgage teacher, and you're excited about your future plan now, your next five years, because that's what this is. It's a free plan. I know people are gonna say, well what interest rate did you get? And our clients walk out going, You wanna know what? I don't know. But I do know that I'm gonna pay off seventy-five thousand off for the next five years. I do know that I'm gonna pay sixty-five thousand off for the next five years, whatever your plan may be. That's what we want you focusing on, paying out that debt quickly. While these times are low, while the rates are low, I always like this is why we have this stress test, folks. It's set at about five percent. Well, you should kind of set your budget at five percent, pay that amount, and then while you get rates for say, a five year fixed, at, you know, two point nine percent or whatever it may be, take advantage of those. pay your mortgage off while rates are low. Those are the types of plans that we're showing you, teaching you here, and following up on, and all of this is free. And that's probably why we're succeeding so well because, hey, Who doesn't like free advice? Who doesn't like to save interest? Who doesn't want free money? I mean, I know nothing's free, but you don't have to pay me for it. The lender does. So we just go out of our way to teach in a different technique, more about you. We're not selling you our money. We're teaching you how to get the cheapest money. And then, hey, to be honest with you, technology helps us, you know, help you out. We have reminders that we follow up. Now, when we follow up on your anniversary, which anniversary? What do you mean? I'm sure your bank reaches out on your mortgage anniversary and gives you another idea to save money, right? No? No, you just, oh, okay, five years later. Well, anyway, <laughs> that was a stab. When we follow up, we're like, hey, you know that that uh, bank account, we build what we call an incubator strategy. Just because your goal was at, so this person's was at 640 weekly, maybe her mortgage is only 500 weekly. So I have her putting 140 biweekly into an alternate account wherever she banks. We're not telling her to move. And then when I follow up, she's got that times 26 times, boom. She has a couple thousand that I reach out and say, hey, how is that incubator account? Let's put that money on your mortgage. One of the biggest things we're proud of over here at Mortgage Teachers, over 90% of our clients put extra money on their mortgage, and that's just because we follow up. So like I said, guys, Mortgage Teacher really, you know we're unbiased, we deal with everyone, and we basically came up with techniques to help you pay this down. It's like the financial planner reverse. You got to get rid of debt before you start saving the money. And that's a whole other story. Maybe you don't have to get rid of the debt in full. But like I've said on this program before, there are tax deductions and creative ways that while you're paying down your debt, you can use that to invest. So I'll, I'll give you a quick example before the end of this program because, wow, this Saturday's flying by fast. But for example, say my house is worth 500 I bought it for three oh my gosh, the area has gone up. It's worth 550 now. And I only owe about 200 on my mortgage. So what should I do? I have equity. Now, I was raised to pay my mortgage off quick, but I was also raised, don't leave money in the bank with no interest. It's called debt equity. Why would I do that? So now the city of London has gone up because, you know, because of money, all of our properties are worth more in the city. So how can I use this equity to get ahead? Is there a way to take this 100000 200000 out maybe and use it? So what I did is I borrowed money invested some in a new income property, invested some into different real estate avenues, uh, maybe invest in the market. That could be scary. Personally, I invest into bricks and mortar, but that's just me. And we can teach you how to do that at Mortgage Teacher. So again, folks, if any of these have caught your ear, uh, if you have any questions, you you can always call us, 226-289-2991. As you can hear, we're a little busy, so feel free to leave a message. We do get back to you within 24 hours and look us up. You can always contact us, contact at mortgageteacher.com. And like I said, read what others are saying and how we're helping out, but we'd be happy to help you out or someone you know. Again, I'm Michael Mullis signing off. Have yourself a fantastic Saturday. and We'll talk to you soon. Take care, folks.